broadcasting from a dark basement office. The FBI's most unwanted presents the X-Files podcast. And we are back to discuss small potatoes. We potatoes. I'm we. not I'm not going to lie to you, but if a girl's seen if a girl is from West Virginia, kind of a southern southern girl thing, kind of a little bit dumb, blonde, if she's seen Star Wars over 300 times and lets you fucking blow in her, don't you marry her? <laughs> I mean, I'm a little bummed she didn't get that thing vacuumed out of her, but <laughs> otherwise she's kind of a perfect girl, I think. I don't know. She's got a lot of upside. West Virginia. West Virginia, yeah. Probably only, you know, well, far be it for me to make any assumptions about what they do with their, their siblings in that state. According to Pornhub, everyone's fucking their siblings, though, so what do I know? <laughs> Step-siblings, it's fine. Yeah. Um, you ever do that thing? You've ever been a place or a job or, like, fucking whatever, where it's, like, the the scale? You know, like, if you're given the 1 to 10 scale on the uh, the opposite sex or same sex or whatever the fuck you're into – and then you're like, well, it's a blank, you know, she's a, she's a blank eight. Of course. You know? Los she's Angeles 10 is like, you know, the pinnacle of, cause that's where all the right. people go. Right. Right. Like a, a game store eight. Is, and, yeah. A game store eight, depending on where you, what state you're in, could be a seven, could be a five, could be a three. Probably not. <laughs> West, West Virginia game store eight. Probably. A game probably store. She's a West, you're going West Virginia game store. <laughs> Yes. I think she'd clean up in a fucking game store. No, no, no. I'm saying, I'm not saying she is a West Virginia game store eight. I'm saying uh-huh. a, she's, she's probably a West Virginia game store 10. Probably. Yeah. If you mean, right? if it depends. Are you talking game stock or, or are you talking like a board game place where people, the big guys throw the dice? Where <laughs> <laughs> the neck beards congregate? In That's neck, what I'm talking about. When the neck beards unironically carry books about Lenin and play fucking Warhammer. <laughs> Fuck you, you fucking idiots. Those guys? Uh, she'd clean up in a place like that. I, a lot of people would clean up in a place like that. Mm-hmm. She looks like um, Could, yeah. What's what, what's her face with the the little scrunchy mouth? Well known actress. That narrows it down. Um, she's got like a butthole mouth. I don't know. It's a good is question. Reese Witherspoon? Is that who I'm thinking of? Probably not. Reese Witherspoon is the one with the with the with the head. No, that's Christina Ricci. Christina Ricci's the one that wore the Leonard Skinner shirt and was chained up outside a black guy's fucking trailer in that movie that I love <laughs> for that reason alone. <laughs> what's it called? <laughs> Black Snake Moe or some shit. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know the other movie, too. I have no fucking clue. Um, I don't know. Whatever. But well, she looks like one of those people. Fine. I like this in the chat. Um, <laughs> South Florida Hot Topic 8. I don't know, Renee man. Zellweger. Renee there Zellweger. Thank some, you, Carmelita. South Florida's got some rad babes. Mm. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Interesting. I'm learning. We're learning today. Alfred. Uh, first Hi, time Alfred. in the chat. First time in the chat, he says, in the UK, we just accept the LA standards and do everything by minus. Excellent. Tough, tough crowd over there. Tough crowd. Well, tough that's, crowd. they're not, they're, they're difficult to impress. Alfred, your name is Alfred and you're from the UK. Can you do me a favor? Just, do, just type this in the chat. I failed you, Mr. Wayne. <laughs> fuck. You're Alfred from the UK? Get the fuck out of here. I failed you, Mr. Wayne. Do it. My f- you know, you but my friends it. call me Alfie. <laughs> Not Fred. They go Alfie over there. They go Those Alfie. People. Yeah. Well, it's, yeah. Like that, it's like the whole Dolph Lundgren thing. His name was Adolf, and they were like, we probably shouldn't go with that. They <laughs> <laughs> just dropped the A. Is that true? Yeah. Oh, Alfredo. What are oh. you not doing in your mother country? Alfredo. Jesus Christ, are you a goddamn Italian? <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's very interesting. Alfredo. Well, Alfredo. Uh, good point by Alfredo. Yeah. Good point, so, Alfredo. Welcome uh, to the chat, by the way. Wait, we're going to be recording live, record live on. Oof. Give me a second. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking wine's worked. The new bottle. This will be re- <laughs> just about. This will. This one is being recorded live on Mixer, which is LibertyStreetGeek.net slash live. Um, 
on Thursdays. But what I haven't told Josh is that there might be there may be very few, if any, episodes in January because I'm taking a little bit of a podcasting break in toto. Good for you, buddy. It's been a hot minute. So you're going to have a break. Everyone's going to have a break except Matt and Scott because I'm like, go to work, you fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a fuck. You're working. Hey, maybe uh, we'll see. Hans maybe, Lundgren. Maybe what is it? Hans Lundgren. It's a great That's name. Dolph Lundgren's real name? Oh. oh. Hans Lundgren. Maybe uh, we'll, we'll talk about that. Maybe we'll do a, a bonus app with uh, with somebody. A bonus app of X-Files? Yeah, go for yeah. it. Yeah. With who? Carmelina? Well, I don't know. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm thinking. But didn't want to put her and you on the spot. No. Yeah. Do, you can Everybody do everything for me. <laughs> Send your minions to work. <laughs> Dance with the strings. Yeah. Well, good for you. Well, well deserved vacation. Um, Staycation, I know you, but yes, whatever. Yeah. Yep. We'll be we'll be wrapping up the current arc of uh, of Nasty Graham, and I know you're stepping out for the next one. Yes. So uh, yeah. yeah. We'll have you. I'll be have I'll be hibernating in the winter. Good for fucking you, man. How do I say it? Winter is coming. Winter. Um, Let's talk about fucking small potatoes. Dude, <laughs> this episode, hey, coming out of the gate, I'm just going to tell you this right now. This episode's fucking awesome. <laughs> I really like it. And I was wondering, I was like, is this episode going to suffer from us being like, man, the guy with five counts of rape on him is pretty charming. You know, <laughs> are, are we going to have to dance around the minefield of like the actual heinous act of impersonating someone's husband and fucking their wives? <laughs> I thought, by the way, I think we should play a fun little game, a fun game to play at the end of 2021, which is where's the rape line? I, I thought maybe we could work through a variety of scenarios and decide whether or not a situation is rape. Like if That's I fun. meet, like if I, like if I meet you, like if I meet you in Orlando and I say I'm a fucking race car driver and I'm right. not, this is, that is where That's, I'm going. That's kind of what you're getting at. Yeah. Right. So like, well, if let's that's say the case, then I've been raped many times because these bitches tell me they ain't crazy and they are. <laughs> Sorry. Was that, that too much? What's <laughs> too much? Was that a little aggressive? Like if okay. you, if you get, show up at somebody's house and tell me you're Luke Skywalker. Okay. I mean, there's, there's a lot going on there. Kind of on her. But what if you're at- Why Luke Skywalker? I'd say I'm Han what? fucking Solo. Yeah, well, I mean, that's her thing. Then why, again, why, Han doesn't have a lightsaber, does he? Mm-hmm. Why Legolas? You know, some chicks are girls. This is true. And I'll win. Some chicks, yeah. Well, so, okay, but now now this scenario. You're at a Comic-Con. You're, you're dressed up, and someone thinks you're Mark Hamill. You're a and fool. And you don't let you don't you don't tell them you're not, but you never confirm you are. You go on and you have consensual sex at the end of that night. Is so that right? so wait wait are you may I that's I think the nature of the question is that you're tipping the question in favor of it being consensual by suggesting it is. Right? Is well, it, aren't isn't the I, game trying to determine if it is in fact consensual? I mean, like at the at the the women thought they were consenting. Mm-hmm. But they were really being deceived, so they really weren't okay. So maybe that was the wrong word to use. No, that's right? okay. In these scenarios, I'm being a lawyer, so pardon they, me. <laughs> they were they were having sex with a man they wanted to have sex with. They thought their husband, right, or Luke Skywalker, correct, because he shape shifted into them, right? Yeah. So I, if some chick thinks I look like Scott Bakula, and thinks I'm Scott Bakula. Mm-hmm. And per- pursues a romance off that, and I, you know, I say, "Hey, tune in next week," and I haul and then out. Next of there. thing you know, the sheriff's knocking on your door. Well, but but like, is that? I mean, that, we can say Eddie Van Blunt. That is for sure. Yeah, I think Eddie Van Blunt shape shifting into somebody is definitely a raper. But oh yeah, definitely. If, if mistaken identity, I don't know about that. You know, I don't know. Mm. I don't know how that works. I don't know. the. First of all, I don't know the law. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it covers that. I don't know. I don't know the law. To be clear, not lawyers, guys. Not lawyers. Also, this is complete hyperbole. So bear with us. But yeah, I don't this know. Is a, uh, it's a Glenn Wong jam. It's a Glenn Wong jam. Is it? No, I'm just. Uh, I don't think so. Some really funny listeners in the chat talked about how I mix up 
uh, Darren Morgan <laughs> and oh yes, yeah. T- there's Darren Wong, Glenn Morgan, Darren Morgan, whatever. You know okay. what I do? I just don't know any of them, and I'm okay with it. And I just read the IMDb page like a fucking like that. I'm that guy. I'm kind if of it's guy. funny, it's probably a, a Morgan or a Wong involved. If it's this funny, and it's X Files. I concur. Um, um, is 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 rape by deception a real thing? What 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 is what constitutes deception? I'm a I'm a good person. Yeah, exactly. Oops. Like what the fuck? Like that that's a that and that's I'm joking when I said you know what if what if I'm led to believe you're stable and not fucking out of your mind? Yeah, I don't I don't think that's a real thing. Rape by deception? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, like yes, in Edward Van Blunt case, but that involves because you're science fiction. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's called science fiction rape. <laughs> sci fi rape. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it might, they must have been like, so I think, can we, can we, I think we're led to believe that he's probably not particularly, I don't know if he's particularly great at love play. I don't think he's got it. I don't think he has the passion or the intuition for it. He certainly doesn't um, have the experience for it. So do you think any of the wives were like, okay, this is different, but sure. Or, or you know, they're all, However long into marriages, maybe, maybe it was just another, another boring plotting kind of situation. It's possible. It's very possible. Yeah. Um, and, and to be clear, it is Darren Morgan, right? Who is the he wrote uh, has written almost almost every comedic um, X Files episode, and he in in fact plays um, <laughs> Mister Mister Van Bloom, which is bananas. Yes. I didn't know that until I went to the IMDb page. I was like, holy fuck. Yeah, very cool. So, um, yeah, this is a, this is a wild fucking app. Shape changing, dude. People that can look like other people. It's impossible. It, it, to happen? It's impossible to contend with. Oh, yeah. Like your law enforcement, your good guys. You know what's, what is, uh, I think often downplayed in the old, doppelganger stories Mm. be it tv movies whatever like obviously looking like somebody is a massive part of it yes but there is a a a lot of that role revolves in being able to like you know either do research ahead of time like if you know not maybe in this case maybe he studied the husbands enough to kind of know like oh you know she calls him babu or, or fucking whatever, right? Is that because um, he has a red ass? <laughs> and humongous balls. Huge balls and a red, red ass. She's like, I haven't even slapped it yet. <laughs> what the fuck? Um, <laughs> that's another interesting part, actually, to think about. Is he, so it's, his muscles are striated, right? Which I guess, the episode leads us to believe that he has some sort of incredible control over this almost like extra muscle that runs yeah, wherever there's muscle on his body. P.S. Did this sound familiar? Like I just used it in a role playing game. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Yeah. So, um, but so is he looking at that person and like, he is consciously kind of using his muscles to look like that person. I think so. So is he just guessing about the dick? Uh, is there muscle tissue over your dick? I, I think in his case, it's like this is everywhere. Oh, I thought it was just over his other muscle. But maybe you're right. I don't remember uh, what she well, said. But if that's the case, then you could look like all kinds of things. Could be jarring for. Could for, be a starfish tonight. <laughs> <laughs> is there five of you? Yeah, it's interesting though. He if, could have taken if, all five wives at once. <laughs> if he went starfish muscles. No, I don't know. But yeah, I guess if it's over his whole body, then he can do all kinds of crazy stuff. And I imagine it's as easy as you can imitate a face. Like somebody smiles, you can smile. They frown, you can frown. I imagine that's the reflex. That's how easy it is for him. Okay. So it's not, you know, it's like breathing. You're not consciously like working the muscles that open your diaphragm or whatever, right? Or your heart beating. Is it like that? Hmm, That's a great question. I don't know. So, is, so here's the question: If he if he gets knocked unconscious, does his, does his muscles go away? Does his does his appearance change? I think so. Carmelita brings up they give him muscle relaxers at the end, and he can't make his faces, as he says, right? 
muscle relaxer. So it's a conscious effort to do it. I, I, th- I would think so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know if that. No, because a muscle relaxer can stop your heart and you don't control that. Sure. Fair enough. So I don't know. It's tough to say, but if he's the kind of guy that gets, you know, if he, if he gets fucking knocked, are you guys struggling to hear me? I'm in, uh, the, you got to use two earphones, Alfred. We're in, we're in, we're in each hole as it were. So. <laughs> come, come for double hole penetration. Yeah. Um, otherwise live chat. <laughs> uh, you have to put me in both earphones if you don't know that. Sorry. Live chat, uh, quick tangent aside, but, uh, yeah, but, um, uh, yeah, so I don't know if he gets knocked out. It's like the werewolf, you know, you fucking shoot the werewolf and he turns into the man. Turns back, right. That is, I mean, because there's different kinds of, there's all sorts of different kinds of, like, that the doppelganger thing, right? Whether they're kind of just like, you know, the T-1000 is is one example of, like, you know, you're just, you just have a pool of stuff you can make look like any other stuff. Mm-hmm. Isn't that basically how on um, Deep Space Nine? Changelings. What's his name? What's it, yeah. Yep. What's, uh, who's the security Odo. guy? Odo. Odo. He can, he can just be anything. Like, he can be a he, chip, uh, right? he's, Yeah, but he struggles with, uh, with, with mimicking people. He was never properly trained. The okay. other changelings are very expert at, at infiltration. He's not. Yep. But he can camouflage himself as objects. Objects are easier yeah. than people. That's why that's – the, that's the excuse for making his, his face kind of look like it is, uh, if I recall. But okay. instead of just like a regular-ass face, but he doesn't even care about that shit. But yeah. So – and then there's, then there's like mental telepathy shit like – you see something, somebody else sees something else. Unless I can do right. it to a group of people. That's like some vampire shit. Yeah. Cloak yep. the gathering, as it were. Nice. Which um, I always like. I like I like the mental thing, too, because you can do really cool stuff with that cinematically. Like, I can show you looking at your mom, and then I can change camera angles and show this demon looking at you. Fucking very cool. Right? Yeah. That's Because that, that's like what the audience isn't being... Like, let's pretend the audience isn't be effect, being affected by this mind camouflage, but you are, and then it creates tension. Like, holy fuck, he doesn't realize what he's looking at. Yep. But what we have with Van mm-hmm. Blunt here is is something different. Mm-hmm. It's, so, it's almost... I don't want to say more realistic. It's toned down. For sure. Right. Yep. And, and I kind of like that it does require like a... It can only do so much. Like he's not going to look like LeBron James. And I actually wasn't saying that because he's black. I'm saying it because he's very, very tall. I'm saying like well, What athletic. about Eddie Murphy? Can you look like him? <laughs> huh? What about, huh? He, can't, he can't look like Peter Dinklage. Okay, is that better? <laughs> or Andre the Giant. Or Andre so the so Giant. you're saying he, there's a mass restriction. It's a I question think so. of mass. Yes. Yeah. And LeBron James next to, let's be frank, Darren Morgan, they look like they're from two different planets. <laughs> yes. One where the people thrive and are strong and one where they don't. <laughs> yep. Got Voss in the chat brings up Mystique in the X-Men as a shape changer. Mm, Mystique. Um, yeah. Um, She's the hottest X-Man, I think. Yeah. Dude, for the record. Respe- Re- Rebecca? I don't know so- if they ever read. Re- yeah. Re- well, you know what else was hot in the comic? Um, uh, Psylocke. Was that her name? The one who wore yes. purple and shit? She was one she of the like faves She had like three straps of like half inch fabric that covered and like everything. wacky eye things on. Maybe, I remember, yeah. maybe, you know, maybe I liked Psylocke. I don't know. But anyway, comic, uh, comic bonus <coughs> aside, <clears throat> how does Eddie change his voice? Thinking it probably. Well, I oh, mean, Oh, great question, Rosemary. How much of your voice is determined by your your this, muscular skeletal structure of like your face pharynx, uh, most all most that of, shit, most right? of it most of it yeah. if you're if you're changing that's the thing if he if he changes his outward this is where we get into the science of this which is a kind of cool discussion like does he is he shape changing his face or is he cuz he's shape changing his face ostensibly by looking at him his throat and neck structure is different that your face structure your cheekbones all plays a factor in how you sound but what about L vocal cords? <laughs> I guess if you're th- if you're relatively really, really good, let's go relatively similar mass. But if his throat it gets shorter or longer, it may change the length of his vocal cords. I think in this case we do see. I guess oh, the company is a little bit taller, but in general, all That's these true. guys are about the same. Like Scully specifically says at one point that, mm. um. What she say? Uh, she's talking about the, him um, walking out of the police station. She's like, two men of similar build, similar size. Mm. So right there, okay, the same size as the cop. 
he, we know he's about the same size as the husband because he puts on his clothes and it fits. True. But don't you think same size could be anything from five ten to six one on a quick pass? Yeah, and and I think, but that's probably close enough. And yeah. you and you probably can affect that a bit, even just by posture, right? For sure. Yeah, yeah. I would say it's probably mystique. Could change your voice by shifting your inner structure. Mystique, many times. <clears throat> I mean, I, I I guess theoretically, if if this muscle extends, you know, throughout his body, like, you know, you have muscles like around your rib cage, right. That help you of course. fucking breathe in and breathe out. So maybe you have muscles that can help manipulate the space around your fucking voice box. Your right? diaphragm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> your and tongue I, is a muscle. And I don't mean the tenure when you put in, sorry. Um, your I did not a- know that Jennifer Lawrence played mystique in the newer ones. She I does. have a, I have a weird bug up my ass. I do not like Jennifer Lawrence. Not a fan. Yeah, nothing I've seen her in. Okay, that's fair. Maybe I'm a bad person. Really? Because you have an opinion on somebody in Hollywood? <laughs> that, well, that, yeah, <laughs> that everybody else seems to like. Oh, actually, I just did watch that movie, uh, Don't Look Up. And she was actually pretty good in that. Never seen it. Yeah, just came out. You ever see The Hunger I don't know. Games? I don't know if you would like it. It's both clever and obnoxiously Hollywood on the nose at the same time. Uh, in, in different, different what, what year was it released? Like last week. Excellent. <laughs> top of my list. <laughs> there, there's a lot of things that it pokes fun of that I love. That's cool. That th- that they poke fun of. And then there's some things that are a little eye rolly. Whatever. Yeah. Um, well, well, let's just go on the fact that he can do enough structural changes to his throat. Because people can imitate people, right? Everybody knows that I yeah. do a flawless oh, yes. British accent. Just ask Craig <laughs> Dealey. He'll tell you how just, flawless it is. Just ask Alfred. Alfred just ask o Alfred. Yeah, just ask him. <laughs> I found you, Mister Wayne. I'm going to pretend his name so I can maintain the illusion of this this British voice is Alfred <laughs> Opine instead of Alfredo. Yeah, Alfred Opine. He's open opining, Alfred. Yuck. Well, anyway, my, here's my point. I think you can change your face structure, uh, your tongue, your throat enough to where you're getting enough of a, let's say, synergistic bonus to your imitation skill. Okay, I like that. Synergistic Just, bonus. Do you like Plus that? Plus four? Plus four? I gotta be a five. Ooh, that's nice. Because you're shape-shifting, dude. Yep, yep. So, and this, kind of where we jumped off on this, there is also a part that I think is sometimes downplayed, and I like this element that we get to see a lot, where... You don't just look like the person, but maybe you have to act like them, either because of what you know or make assumptions or play off another person. And those moments are my favorite parts of this episode, yeah. for sure. For sure. I mean, spoiler number one this week is the Coveney, right? Probably. Oh, yeah. He's <laughs> fucking amazing to watch. But that, that's, that's what I mean. There's, a, there's also a great philosophical discussion in this episode about you know aesthetics, identity, and all that shit about like – when she's like, you can't just look like somebody and then be that person. And he's like, well, what if the way people react to you is what informs your identity? It's a very brief conversation, but a very interesting, uh, deep philosophical water. I yeah. think it's kind of cool. But that does play back into a little bit what you're saying, which is, hey, what, <laughs> what about the, what about, okay, you got my voice, you got the way I look, but you don't have my brain. It'd almost be fair to say you don't have my muscle memory. So you're, you're kind of borrowing my body. So there's an awkwardness. There's going to be an awkwardness there. And then you have to hope that you have an observation, uh, that you have a, a skill with observation enough to where you can mimic or recall what you saw and, and do just enough or maybe don't do anything to tip your hand. That you do are less. Affecting. Yeah, do less is probably the best move. I yeah I I do like it because what's what's very cool is n- unlike something like the T one thousand or Odo, mm-hmm. um, you are not becoming that person, Mm-mm. right? Your, your nope. body is still yours. Your your blood. If you do a blood test, if you have a medical condition, like you know, depending on what it is, like none of that shit changes. Correct. If you take on the form of somebody who's like fucking super athletic, you don't necessarily have that same athleticism, especially when it comes down to like what you said, like muscle memory. Right. Because your you brain take the form is such of somebody, a huge factor. Right. Let's say 
you're you the, some go back to fucking, LeBron. LeBron, yes, the <laughs> only thing standing between Darren Darren Morgan and fucking LeBron James is muscle memory. Correct, because I guarantee you, if Eddie Van B decides that he wants to be LeBron James, that he's not going to do a tomahawk windmill dunk. <laughs> right. He'll be like, uh, 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 like to watch him dribble would be funny. Yeah, like and. and- you know what I mean? Because <laughs> like dribbling is such a people think it's easy to dribble a basketball the way a pro does. It's fucking impossible. It's so crazy. Like the skill of dribbling and moving with the ball, especially when you're doing quick or you're doing crossovers. That's play basketball. Somebody can play basketball, and you're like, where, where are you? <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> There's like the way they move the ball is bananas. It's nuts. So that muscle memory is pretty cool. Like you can't just be, and that's why that's why I think. Um, that's why I think the company is so great this week because of the awkwardness in which he behaves, especially when he goes to see Scully, right? He's not sure what to do with his legs. He doesn't know what to do with his hands. It's also, <laughs> it's also highlighted by the fact that this guy knows nothing about romancing people. I mean, he, ha- he did nine months ago fuck five women. <laughs> well, fortunately, neither does Mulder. So he yeah, fucking yeah, that, plays that to a team. <laughs> Mulder just thinks he does. You know? <laughs> so he's got that going for him. But yeah it's, yeah, it's funny to think about muscle memory as it relates back to your neurological responses and the neural pathways between muscle and brain that even if I imitate, you know, Tom Brady, I'm not going to get six Super Bowl rings. Is it seven? I can't count yeah. anymore. <laughs> I think it's seven now. <laughs> but yeah. It's, it, it, what, here's what I want to ask you. Good call, Carl. Beca- because something as simple as how a person walks is hard to mimic. I agree. Carmelita said that. Yeah, it's true. Unless you have masterful control over your body. If you can mimic somebody's, like, (laughs) I'm just being dickhead. (laughs) But there are, like, I, I, like, I know people that I've done, like, I'm not a great impressionist, but like, everybody has a couple people they can do. You know what I mean? Sure, sure. Um, like people I've worked with or whatever. And even, even just like a certain gesture or a certain, like, pose, when you do that and people can look at you and immediately pick out who you're trying to be. Just yeah, based yeah. off that, yeah. which is, it's just crazy. That's a yeah. crazy thing the fucking human brain can do. Yep. You know, when you talk about beyond facial recognition, but you know, I always like people, you know, like, um, comes up like people you work with, but uh, you know, I, my experience in the military, but if you're in a situation where like you work with the same kind of people and like, especially in the military where everybody kind of like most people are around the same build, athletic, short hair, but like you could pick guys out in the dark just based off how they fucking hold themselves, a, a dark absolutely. silhouette. Absolutely, and that, the same thing with like your family members or like you know anybody like that, any kind of intimate situation. Yep. But that's fucking wild. That's the human brain doing some high level fucking pattern recognition shit. Correct. That we are never conscious to. Yep. So, yeah, because we need to be able to quickly discern friend from foe, right? Yes. It's it's if if the fucking bush moves, I need to know if a goddamn grizzly's coming out of it or a fucking wolf or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Like you, your your brain instantly will real. That's why. That's why this gets right back to the fucking uncanny valley, bro. That's why when you look at shit in your CGI, your your brain because of the millions of years goes nah, that's bullshit. That tiger doesn't move that way, dude. How many of us have seen a tiger move in the fucking wild? None of us. But we watch a tiger move on TV that's fake, and we go bullshit tiger. <laughs> it's wild dude it's wild that's in our you fucking know, it's in our epigenetic dna our epigenetic memory and shit you know i read this interesting thing about the uncanny valley too which um some scientists think it also relates to early humans interacting with um fucking, aliens no <laughs> that'd be cool um god damn it what are the, what are non-human um not mongoloids <laughs> what the fuck am i trying to say <laughs> They're, they're Don, Donanovians or some shit like that. Sure. Don, Donatello, <laughs> one of the turtles. <laughs> There's fucking Homo sapiens. And then there are. You're talking um, Neanderthals and shit? Neanderthals. And there's a third one, like Donanovians or some shit sure, like that. Sure. Let's go with them. Uh, anyway, things that are very close to human. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, uh, a theory that part of why Uncanny Valley is so strong was <laughs> based off. What the fuck? <laughs> you said my like, like, no, that's what my dad used to yell at the paper boy. 
Sorry. Okay. <laughs> yeah, mongoloid, I don't think I'm, is something that that's, it's I'm cool pretty to throw around. Sh- pretty sure you don't say that anymore, but go ahead. I like your style. Keep going. <laughs> pretty sure. My dad yelled it at the paper boy once, but go ahead. <laughs> he didn't. I'm kidding. He didn't do that. Joking. <laughs> oh, fuck. Anyway, that, that maybe that's part of what Uncanny Valley some of the roots of uncanny valley, like you talk mm-hmm. about like with predators, but also seeing people that don't look exactly like people should really look, but look very close to people. Mm-hmm. Sure. Right. Yep. <clears throat> like a, like a Donna Novian. And, and we're all very totally, we're all, we're all very tuned to, to biological misgivings that we can detect with the eye. And I'm just talking about like, Oh, that's that rash means I'm out of here. I'm talking like <laughs> the way somebody moves there. We go, yeah. that, there's something wrong with you. What's wrong with this person? I don't like mm. this. Like there's a weird limp, a strange, a strange sway. Uh, their gait, their locomotion, if it please, does something to our senses that makes us go, I'm going to steer clear of that guy. <laughs> Which is played for great effect in some horror movies, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Some yeah, of the s- freakiest fucking shit. Right. You, you, exactly. That moment in that film, Pulse, which I highly recommend, a Japanese horror movie where the lady moves and you're like, oh, I don't like the way she's moving right now. Like the way she's walking at him, you're like, stop, 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 stop. Yep. Or, or even just like a zombie movie. From far away, you look and you go, oh, that guy's not moving right. Dennis Ovens, yeah. by the way. That, that oh, other- fucking please, Andrea. Jesus <laughs> fucking shut up, doctor. It's I the last sarcastic, fucking buddy. thing he needs to hear. Okay. <laughs> yeah, don't worry. Yeah. <sighs> so goddamn smart. <laughs> fucking, what did I call him? Mongoloid <laughs> Donna No, but you had that. But, but you, had the, you had it right. Dennis Ovens. It's close. You were close <laughs> enough. Uh, whatever. <laughs> okay. So here, th- this is, let me, let me hammer down to the, do. the, the question I wanted to ask because it's, it's all around the, the shit that we're talking about. But basically, <laughs> so. When Eddie Van Blunt becomes these people, because yeah. I went back and forth in my head about this. Go ahead. Is it realistic or not realistic that other people believe so easily that he is that person? Because on, so on one hand, obviously, you have the fact that, like you said, you can't like you can't you know perfectly do the the way somebody moves or what their voice sounds like or what the things they would say their mannerisms all this kind of shit so it's like on one hand you could be like no you know I, people would people would know especially your loved one your wife your partner but then like there's this great perspective that the episode brings up of like like you brought up that line of you know maybe you are that person so so what do you think do you think like as much as we like to say you you know people you know when people are off or fucking whatever, if somebody really looked perfectly, generally speaking, perfectly identical to the, per- to the person in question, do you think it's realistic that they could, you know, get away with it? Get away. It depends what, what it depends what, 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 what it is. <laughs> Insemination. I think. Yeah. I think that's difficult, but here's the problem. we, we we have we have the perspective of going okay. We're watching this as a TV show, and we know that this is kind of like a science fiction premise. If you were there and you were living in this moment, it would be very difficult for you to not assume that it was your husband fucking you. But you would think something is wrong. Something's wrong with him. He's different. He's not. You know. He's not. He's not hitting it the way he knows I like. I've been with him for a long time. He knows this by now. He's moving differently. He's not moving like him. My my guess would be the sex one. Like, are you okay? Like, is everything okay? Yeah, yeah. Just me and uh, and he fucking blew, and then he just rolled off and like took a shower. And she was like, "Well, that was weird." <laughs> and then she goes, "Oh no, it, it's fine. I guess everything's normal." No, I think she went. That was fucking weird. Something's up with him. Like, honey, okay. do you know what I'm saying? But too late. He fucking came. Right. Do, do you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I can't imagine it was a lengthy affair. Because there's no there's no reason for you to think he's a shape shifting monster, unless we of, live of in course. a world where that's a reality, right? Right, right, right. You wouldn't jump to that, but would it throw you enough? Like, I mean, he basically almost seduces it, Scully, right? By co- correct, which which is interesting. But the reason I think that is successful, and I thought about this, is because there's such a relation. There's already a relationship established. 
I think he's under the wrong impression if he thinks, if I could be you for a day. Here's where I think Eddie Van Blunt is wrong. If he looked like Mulder and went to a bar, he'd struggle to pick somebody up. Uh, yes. Because he's not sure how to be. But if he takes advantage of an existing relationship where somebody is fond of you already, and he and you drink, and there's just enough interaction, I think, I think, because she's never slept with Mulder, she doesn't know what the fuck he's like. She's probably like, wow, that was kind of mediocre. Mm-hmm. But aren't you saying, in, in effect, by by saying by talking about the pre-existing relationship, it has to be believable enough? Yeah, because you, the, you yes, your uncanny valley fucking thing sensors can't be going off. Correct. No, unlike watching a guy walk down the street in New York City, and I go, I'm moving around that guy. <laughs> I am crossing. The I am street. crossing the street. He's white, by the way. In this scenario, everybody relax. <laughs> I am crossing the street because I don't like the way he's moving. He's moving in a way that suggests something is wrong. Yeah. That my spidey sense goes off. That's some primal shit. I go, nah. I'm like, if, if he gets near me, you, you kind of want to like, like either move away from him or like smash him. Like it's a weird okay. feeling you get when you see weirdos in the street. But yeah, it's, it's, it, it's it, the, the pre-existing relationship and the perfect facsimile is going to be a slam dunk almost every time. But if we're talking sex as the, as the goal here, I think if you have a relationship with this man, like these this, these women probably fuck these guys at least four or five times over the course of five or seven years, you know? So they probably have a good indication as to like <laughs> what he's about. And they were probably like, That's, he's being like, this is weird. He just, he's, he's off. And I guarantee you, unless he's done this hundreds of times, which is possible, maybe he has in his adult life. Maybe he's got like a hundred rapes on him. In I mean, case, it, it's unlikely that he's five for five in terms of fucking exa- exactly. flooding the tubes. Exactly. Because somebody would have went, this is, something's wrong. But but the the attraction exists. It's just his behavior's a little off. And it's just going to be like, oh, are you, I, I think post-coitus, I think she was like, oh, that was weird. And like, is everything okay? And mm. and maybe he knows enough to play it off. And he's like, oh, I'm going to take a I, shower. I, you know what I'm saying? Yep. I think that's an element of it too. Because beyond the, Beyond the fucking like Hollywood silliness that always happens of like two people can get drunk splitting one bottle of wine to adults to to adults yeah. <laughs> like uh, no but also aside from the quintuple plus rapes on this guy guy's record I Easily think five. part of p- part of this thing part of why this works is that Eddie Blunt does have an element of charm yeah I, th- I, was, I, I was think he does the, I was saying that at the top. Yeah. 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 Is it weird th- to call the rapist a little charming? Okay. You did say that. Yeah. I mean, are we, yeah, I mean, just stare the ship right into it. Fuck it. Yeah. Well, yeah, he in, does. Yeah. What's that, uh, what's that like kind of hot, charming serial killer dude that all the Ted, girls were? Ted, Ted Bundy. All the, all Ted Bundy. All, yeah. They're all fucking soaked all over. The, we're having con- confused <laughs> fucking Fucking coach. kill me with a fucking <laughs> hammer. <laughs> Sorry, I think he did kill somebody with a hammer. Uh, R.I.P. But um, <laughs> but yeah, man, that's <laughs> they electrocuted him. It's fine. I mean, it's not fine, but he won't hurt you anymore. But I want to know fucking hurt me. Step on my fucking guts. <laughs> Ram my fucking head into the toaster. <laughs> Weirdos. Uh, yeah, I'm totally getting married to a guy on death row. <laughs> cool, 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 that, yeah, cool, there's that thing there. Yeah, I mean, um, if you want an element of danger in your sex, serial killer is the move. <laughs> <laughs> I guess th- there there might also be a little bit of um, just kind of a a perfect scenario for for Eddie Van Blunt because Mulder's a little awkward himself. Yep, correct, right? Mm-hmm. Yep, yeah, and uh, Maja in the chat. Confirmed by Doc Johnson is talking about he's considerate. He talks to Scully, shows genu- genuine interest. Whereas Mulder is usually waiting. Like by the time we're like three quarters of the way through this bottle, I am telling you again about how my sister was abducted. Okay, right. We're talking about this, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of for, course. Because Mulder isn't ever going into the interaction with <laughs> Scully of like trying to get laid in the show, at least. Right. Because Mulder is not David Cutting. That's true. That's very true. <laughs> oh my God, Alfred! I'd probably let Bundy buy me drink. 
make me a drink. <laughs> 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 make me a drink? I don't know. Buy me a drink in a public setting? Those uh, are different. Yeah. One, that different. Com- one that I have to open. <laughs> yeah. I like how the fucking roofy shit comes up in this, right? Yes. Ru- roof. Yeah. Roof. roof no, not, they don't call it Rufalin. What, what do they call it? it when you bought it last time? What do they call it? <laughs> <laughs> well, to, I've gone with a couple different brands. Uh, Rohypnol. Ro, ro Spanish fly. Rohypnol. That's yeah, not Spanish that's fly, one. Bill. Cosby. <laughs> uh, so I do think there, there is also an element of people are selfish. And I agree. Your, your perception of the world will always be colored by what you want it to be to some extent. Of course. So Scully to, probably to, wants to most in, to most. Most of the time. Right, right, right. Obviously not blindly. No. No, but, but you want to believe. To quote the great bard Bono, love is blindness. I don't want to see. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're hip and all. Um, but yeah, Scully would want Mulder to show a little bit more interest. Not not necessarily romantically, maybe. But also, like, yeah, he's Mulder is Mulder. He's a little fucking weird. He probably... You know, the way he's played, he's not always great with people. He's not very empathetic a lot of times. So, yeah, when when Eddie Van Blunt Mulder is like, or, or Scully says, "I you know I can't believe I'm I'm telling you these stories," yes, and he's like, "I can't believe you never have before." It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I mean, you guys have been partners for fucking years, and clearly, like an hour in, you're like you know broaching new personal topics that you've never touched on because fucking molder's molder yeah 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 absolutely yeah so i don't even know if i really ever put you in a good situation to answer the question but i think i i think i got i think i got out and i got what you want to ask the question and we can dumb it we can simplify it to bullet points um is it is it believable that eddie van blunt could yes could be molder in this situation is it believable that he could that he could deceive Scully uh, in this situation? Yes, because yeah, I think I, you, you answered concur. enough yes. about the wives. Yeah. Yes, because let's be real. He's he's. I think I think I think our I think our main man EVB, fucking charming rapist. I think he um I think he is has done this enough times to know how to not do anything other than just be genuine, seem genuinely interested in somebody. That's all he needs to do. With, and, and take advantage of a pre-existing relationship. Go with the flow. Listen. That's it. Yeah. Go with the flow. Don't try to do too much. Read and react. I bet Eddie's a good read and reactor. Yeah. That's all he's good at. <laughs> Cecilia, a comment in the chat. That should have been our first clue that he wasn't Mulder. That, that he was showing genuine interest. Yeah, no fucking <laughs> shit. <laughs> oh. <clears throat> he could pass for Mulder, but not as anyone else. Scully knows Mulder is Mulder. That's a good point, too. Yeah, exactly. There's just enough awkwardness there to, to fit that the That goes, right, goes back to maybe it being a little bit of a perfect storm kind of situation. Sure, sure. Yeah. Yeah. I do, um, I do think, it, and, and, and it is definitely the most enjoyable part of the episode. It's a great episode overall, but those moments yeah, yeah. are fucking awesome. Absolutely yeah. awesome. It's yeah, I my favorite part about this episode, Chad, and bear with me, Josh, you too, is wondering, is he gonna rape Scully? You know, you kinda <laughs> want him to, you know, so it's, you can see him older and Scully. I'm, I'm, hey, what I'm, shipper, <laughs> the shippers want the kiss to happen just so Duchovny and fucking Anderson fucking kiss. I bet shippers would fucking – I bet there's shippers that feel that way because mm-hmm. yeah. they're monsters and they've never cared about what's best for Dana Scully. As soon as he boots in, he transforms and just everyone jumps <laughs> off a bridge. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. He's just finishing panting. Mm-hmm. Like fucking lights are low and she looks down she sees – his bald ass head. My, my my favorite part about EVB is when he's fucking because he knows he's probably just not much of a physical specimen. Doesn't strike me as an agile man or a man who moves with grace or purpose. My guess is that shirt's I think he fucks Winnie the Pooh style even when he's in Mulder's clothes. You know? So he's, he's got fuck, the white he, shirt on only. Just, just the shirt only. Winnie the Pooh fucks her. And like he transforms into that fucking bloppy of a man, that EVB. And I, I like to call that 
sopping wet chest stain. <laughs> <or> is- <laughs> I like to call it porky pig in it. Yeah, that too. That works either way. There's another great question. Body hair. Can, can you, can you fake that? No, because it's not muscle. I, yeah. I mean, I guess everybody has <laughs> because, Hey man, you're not going to, you're not going to impersonate me without fucking way more body hair than you want to deal with. Sprouting. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, here's the deal. I think if you, I think if you, uh, but yeah, that's a good point. I mean, he, his hair like does when he fuck, obviously work. Scully wouldn't have known, but I think, um, she's seen yeah. the man in a red speedo before. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You think you don't remember that? Yeah, she definitely remembers that. Oh, she so remembers just, that. just a tiny little, tiny little bit of hair. I think he has, but yeah. Yeah, your your, your hair is also somewhat controlled by your musculature, I think, right? Like, you know, that's how you get it to fucking stand up and shit. I mean, you can't get it to grow. Yeah, I flexed but. the other day and chest hair sprouted. It, <laughs> <laughs> it takes a lot of a lot of tea. Fuck? <laughs> a lot of tea. <laughs> yeah, maybe we should stop nitpicking the the exact science mm-hmm. of how this character on uh, the X Files transforms. Mm-hmm. Yep. Sure. He he does get the drop. I mean, you're talking about him not being a powerful or an agile man. He does knock out Mulder, drag him to a basement utility room, and lock him inside. Oh, yeah. How dumb are we? Maja just pointed it out. He's got the fucking hair hairstyles, the guy. So of course the body hair matters. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you must have full control over here too. Let's just okay. call it an anomaly. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, because otherwise you'd have, you'd have Eddie Van Blunt's hair on Mulder. <laughs> <laughs> which, which would be fucking awesome. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. But how about, uh, how about the, uh, I mean, the way this wraps up is great. I don't know if there's anything else you want to get to on this bad Larry, but. Um, I, just, <laughs> just the sadness of Mulder's life, how, how clever the show like yeah. pokes fun yeah. at Abs- its own characters. Not, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's fucking funny, man. This is a funny episode. I love when he's doing taxi driver in the mirror. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So good. <laughs> fucking swinging the pistol around. Yeah. It's so good. I was hoping he was going to pull it out and point it. Th- oh, he does. He does. Yes. He, yeah. When he, when he first walked into the guy's apartment and the little moments, like when he's at, at the door to his office and he can't figure out what key it is and he's trying yeah, yeah. to play it off as Scully's standing there. So good. Fucking very good. But yeah, I was that, in my dude real quick. You know, I was imagining would be a funny ending to this. He's fucking around like this in his office and he fucking shoots himself in the leg. By <laughs> and he's like, oh fuck, oh fuck, and he transforms back into himself. And they're like, like, what the fuck? You're wearing Mulder's clothes. You got his gun. What the fuck? <laughs> it's it's uh, Scully and Skitter in the in the fucking yeah. office, and they're talking, and you just hear like a mob gunshot <laughs> yeah. from the next room. Like, oh, you- <laughs> oh god! Skinner stumbles, and he's like, "What are you a fucking receiver on the Giants? What the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> that was a great part too. You spell Federal Bureau of Investigation wrong three times. It was a typo. <laughs> oh, so oh shit. This is where my yeah. tax dollars go? Yeah, it's good shit. <laughs> yeah, it's uh Me too, Carolyn. I thought he was gonna shoot himself, throw on the fucking gun. I was like, the, he's gonna give himself a haircut. The ability of the show, and and nobody is better at it than than Darren Morgan, I think, as far as the writing aspect. Yeah. But the ability, the ability of the show to to poke fun at itself and its own characters without without lessening it. Sure. It's it's it's, it's irreverent reverence. Yes. Reminds me yep. of LSG Media, kind of. You know, I'm like not even be, joking. I'm not kind of, except yeah. more more talented. But you know what I mean? Like it's something that I think that's kind of the theme of what LSG like kind of strives for. Yeah. Like we're going to make fun of this, but not in a mean way, in a fun way. Right. Tip- right. You usually, but, um, you know, isn't this Vince Gilligan though? I, 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 are you saying Morgan because he's in it? Because isn't, he didn't write this one, did he? I, I thought he wrote it. I, I might thought be Vince wrong. Gilligan did. Oh uh, boy. I was assuming he did. Um, no. writers shit. No, no kidding. Oh, it was, fucking a. It was, it I could, was VG. I, I just assume that he fucking wrote it since he was in the thing, and it seems like such his kind of. Uh, I concur. Kind of thing, but yeah. Fucking there, as I, I mean, was. 
Let's make that cor- as you were. Let's make that <laughs> correction before Ben Prue sends you a real long email. God, I'm surprised the chat isn't already fucking eating me alive. Yeah, talking about having drinking games for me fucking that up. Well, I hope you're all hammered. Vince Gilligan. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And yeah. How would you? This is interesting. I have another question that I want to pose. Okay, but, but you, you first. You, I I was gonna just go off the chat. S.J. Myra, Mulder did seem butt asser after he walked into the almost kiss. What do you think? Like, <clears throat> I want to talk about this. This is what my question okay. was. Like, are are you jealous or are you no co- complimented? No, I wait a week and then I make the move. <laughs> <laughs> right, he basically just fucking proved it for you. He proved it for you. Yeah. So here's what I here's what I think about this. This was not my question. So, but let's answer this question first. Absolutely not jealous. No. No, but but I think Mulder probably understands that if he was to kind of pursue Scully in some way, so that becomes a question. Does Mulder believe that he could pursue Scully romantically if he wanted to? What do you think? F- following this? In general. B- well, does he think that? Before or after this moment? Before this. Does he believe pursuit of Scully would lead to some sort of romantic interlude? I I don't know if he would have ever allowed himself to think along those lines. Correct. And if he did, I think he would immediately be like, well, can't do that. Can't can't risk I, that. Can't screw I, this I, up. I'm, I, I agree more in the latter than the former. I believe he thinks that it's possible, but he is trying to maintain some semblance of friendship and professionalism. Yes. Right? Yep. Because because that's what he wants to do. Um, uh, he might be jealous insofar as it's a reflection on the possibility of what he could have if he if he pursued it. Right. That's the only thing it really does is it makes you reflect for a moment and go, oh wow, I I could have I I could do that I could have done that and yeah and if only I would allow myself to to make this step towards. But um, but the other question I had was. Is Scully just waiting for Mulder to kiss her? Strong female character. <laughs> I'm just, I'm asking. Uh, like going forward from now? No. The, in, uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. But if you, all we can go is off of what we're seeing. <clears throat> I, I so think is, it So was... is the show telling us that if Mulder, if Mulder pushes the envelope, he's going to be kissing Scully? Or would she have kissed him and said, you know, this is wrong, Mulder? We don't know where this goes. We really don't. I'm on the impression she goes kissy kiss, and then she puts her hands on his chest and goes, Mulder, what are we doing? Yeah. I yep. think that probably is a very a very realistic risk reply from her in this moment. Yeah, because, I mean, they're both attractive people. And they're they both- very professional. Yeah. So I, I do think it gets shut down, which is, you know, probably good that it doesn't get to that point. But I do think it is probably – it's got to be in the back of Mulder's head to some point. I think it's in the forward, back of right? both of their heads at certain yeah. moments throughout the whole series. Yeah, you know, yeah, real shippers fucking delight. But but uh, but uh, but really in the back of your head now, like if you're Mulder, and even if you're Scully, right? Let's not forget about Scully's thoughts and feelings here. She is a person, you know. Yeah, you hear that, ladies? White Knight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you for reminding kinda, me that she's a person. I, I want to fucking wrap a belt around my neck. <laughs> it's so annoying. No, but but honestly, but that's what I'm saying. Like they both are going to think about it a little differently now because she's like, "Whoa, what happened?" And he's like, and maybe they have a conversation off camera where she's like, "Hey, just so you know, I was I was going to put the kibosh on that." Blah blah blah. Let's just continue. T- took to work me by surprise. Be, Had a couple drinks. Let's keep working and be and be fucking professionals about this. Yeah, I think I think that's very reasonable. Very reasonable. But yeah, I mean they they're they're people. They're attractive people. Of course. They're in their fucking thirties. They're both single. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's kinda cross minds occasionally. Obviously yeah, and, the fucking and the proximity is constant. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. They they are professional enough to not only not pursue it, but part of their pro- professionalism is probably not putting themselves in situations where things could kinda And guess what? In workplaces, everybody's fucking everybody in workplaces, dude. Yeah. Everybody fucks everybody in workplaces, regardless of what the fucking and, rules stated are. On such, any job. Any, any job. job. All the jobs. 
office job, fucking government job, fucking That's fair, whatever. She says, no surprise if they just never addressed you. That's possible. They could, yeah. bl- they could blame their copious amounts of wine they drink. <laughs> Two whole glasses? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, I got one more question for you. And, it's a, and it's a question that, um, to be honest, I, I haven't – I don't have an answer in my head. But um, Are you suggesting I always have the answers? But I give you answers you don't like a lot. Yeah, because you're fucking fake answers. It's it's your lawyerly you <laughs> avoid the intent of the question by being Listen, more clever with the language than I am. <laughs> and I don't appreciate that. If you, if you can't handle my deep philosophical underpinnings, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> well, go ahead, lay it on me. We'll try not to be overly pedantic and philosophical. So it's a question Mulder asks: If you could be anybody for a day, who would mm-hmm. it be? Uh, alive or dead? Alive. Like, because if you were walking around looking like. (laughs) (laughs) Like, literally, imagine tomorrow or one day next week. Mm -hmm. You can be anybody. You look like them. You sound like them. You're fucking 100% convincingly them. That's a great question. And uh, I've I've been pondering this very question. Do you want to do, like, listener comments and give us both a little time to think about it and come back to it at the end? Hmm. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. All right. Listener um, questions? Do we do listener questions or three stars first? I never remember. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> the, the, the lawyers, <laughs> the rules lawyers. There are no rules lawyers, man. Um, all right. I am going to start off yeah. with a story from, I think she's in the chat. Cecilia. Madam, maybe? Madam, maybe. Madam, maybe. Madam, maybe. Uh, She'd mentioned another post having a story about this episode. So, okay. My story is my mom watched a show when I was a kid. I was born in March of 95. Fuck you. So this aired when I was three. She's been telling me this story for for years. Great. Even before I was. 95. (laughs) 95. Cool. Even before I watched. I apparently caught the opening as a three-year-old, and my little mind saw a baby with a tail and was convinced all babies were born with tails and we lost them at some point. This was a thing I believed for years. Mm. She's always used this as a haha, remember when kid moment. That is fucking That's awesome. wild. That is awesome. That's wild. <laughs> Has it, prevented, has it prevented you from having children to this day? Question. <laughs> <laughs> well, born in 95. Take your time. Take your fucking time. Ugh. Jesus Christ. That's Harper. Harper says, I love this app quite a bit. I return to it so much, it's alarming. There's so much to love. The tabloids that Mulder still reads to find possible cases. Season one conduit. The comedic take on the main villain and how he finds, she put villain in quotations. You know what? Good for you, Harper. And how he even finds Mulder's life sad in sheer wackiness of the circumstances of the case. Parenthetical coming. Eddie pretending to be his father, almost whipping out his tail and remember whipping out his tail on and remembering married couples' pet names. And parenthetical. She continues to top it all off, Scully opening up to Mulder in parentheses, nice, to further show us that Scalder could totally happen only if Mulder <laughs> ever paid attention to Scully and spent any time with her outside of aliens. There you I go. Like that. Guess we know how Harper feels about that whole thing. I'm going to do one more from uh, Steve Miranda. This was a recent post here. Uh, this was the episode that Mulder found out that he actually had a chance with Scully, and he was so taken by seeing himself about to smash face with Scully that he had to go back and get some advice from Tailboy at the end. <laughs> I wanted to read that comment <laughs> because uh. I do think it's interesting, and we didn't talk about like. Why would Mulder possibly go back to talk to this guy? No shit. Do you do you think he has some I don't know, curiosity or fucking Yeah, yeah there's gotta be something, right? Like, why would you fucking go? This guy's a fucking serial rapist. Yeah. <laughs> so much for being a so much for being a bunny ears villain close bunny ears. <laughs> I didn't say being a serial rapist was a bad thing. I'm just saying the numbers are numbers. He's got the stats, right? If he was a fighter pilot, he'd be an ace. He's got five. As rapist go, he's a fucking first ballot Hall of Famer. <laughs> right. I mean, if you're painting fucking silhouettes, 
on the side of the old fucking cockpit. You got mm-hmm. five of them. How many sorties yeah. is that? Anyway, <laughs> so keep going. Um, like, what draws him to fucking be willing to go and talk to this guy? Is is it some kind of fascination because? Yes, this dude was you. Yeah, because he because he spent twenty minutes. Okay, probably about two hours with Scully, and he's making a fucking move. He's like, "Tell me how you do it, bro. How do I be you? How do I be you to be me?" That's what he's doing. The fucking superstar hat that he's wearing in that final scene. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah. What did he tell him? Like, if if I were you. Hmm. Hey, would, buddy. Hey. <laughs> Cool, cool your jets with a fucking alien talk. <laughs> <laughs> and don't abandon your partner in an hour of need every hour. Every, of need. <laughs> every hour of need. And boy, are you aboard parties. Ooh, baby. <laughs> Nobody wants to see the guy who's pulling out his phone to show you the next fucking conspiracy video in yeah. the corner. Fuck. That's funny. Yeah. Well, uh, let's, uh, no, we, <laughs> Three stars. Three, three stars, stars and then question? question. Yeah, three stars is easy for me. Okay. Uh, Nil Morel three, the charming rapist, Eddie Van Blunt, played by Darren Morgan, my number three star. My number two star is Vince Gilligan, because I think this is ex- expertly written. It's a very well-written episode. <clears throat> um, very funny. Great comedic beats. Great timing. Um, probably something to do with some of the editing and directing, too, Cliff Boyle. But anyway, giving it to Vince for his writing chops. And, uh, you know, it's David Duchovny week, so we're giving this to David Duchovny for Fox Mulder slash every other character, slash, slash Eddie Van Blunt, because I think he does a great job of uh, being quirky and different. Uh, David Duchovny gets to do something a little different this week. Mm. Super boring. Uh, I'm trying to think of a way not to do it, but I have the same three. Um, okay. I, I could arguably switch three and two, but <clears throat> it's, uh, it's Darren Morgan is blunt. It's Vince Gilligan for the writing, and it's definitely Duchovny for yeah. You know, in Duchovny man, he he crushes it when he gets to do this. When he yes. gets to play his character with a fucking lens on it, mm-hmm. right? Like when um, Bad Blood, when he when he plays himself as seen through uh, through other eyes, right? So good, <laughs> played up a little bit. He is fucking great at it, and it must be. Like I, I would only imagine that it has to be some of the most fun you, shit you can do as an actor, right? Absolutely. To like take this character you've built up and then like, oh, I'm gonna fucking go ham with it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Good shit, man. I like it. Mm. <sighs> um, did you get to an answer? Oh, easy. Who's yours? We we won't have the same. I guarantee it. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe Donald J. Trump. <laughs> I'm close. I'm close. Okay. I'm so close. <laughs> Do you have Joe Biden? Nope. Almost. I almost okay. went JB. I'm going Hillary Clinton. <laughs> and I'm blowing the whole thing up. All that Epstein shit. It's, I'm writing emails. <laughs> If I got the access, yeah. I'm writing emails. Yeah, I mean, I would, there would I'm be a, s- a lot of fucking emails, bro. I'm going on TV. What were you I, saying, Hillary? <laughs> <laughs> it's there, over. It is over. <laughs> I'd have this fucking country in a civil war by 7 mm-hmm. p.m. Garen fucking teed. I would have it in a, I would have it in some sort of like weird <laughs> intelligence cold war of just people getting like Tom Hanks getting arrested. You know, just really like all the Clinton shit comes out. You know what would be the most fun though is if we could oh, both fuck. do this together and if you could be Biden and I could be Trump for a day, oh, we God. could really fucking get after it. Dude, I would throw I would reach into my fucking undies and just <laughs> hurl shit at you. <laughs> <laughs> literal, literal literal feces oh that's uh, fucking there would be flames within fun. 24 hours that's fun yep. so we uh yeah so we have to maybe talk about a a brief scheduling uh, uh, hiatus yeah february i'll return but you're more than welcome to uh pull in a guest speaker if you'd like all right 
And if that means covering the next one, go for it. You don't have to do anything special. You don't have to do like an extra bonus. You can just do a regular rep if you want. And if not, you're busy too. You know, that's fine. We can see. Uh, but consider the invitation extended, Carmelita. So look look for us on Discord, and on which I'll handle, and Facebook, which you'll handle, for, for when we'll return. It'll be in February and not late into February, the first week or two. No, nothing crazy. Groovy. But. All right, buody. Well, uh, yeah. No, staycation. Good for yeah. you. Yeah. Well deserved. It's been seven years. I'm going to take some time off. <laughs> <laughs> really? Taking, taking several weeks off after seven years? That's, that's selfish. I, I've taken a week off once in a while, but I usually, a lot of times we have an episode up, but we've, mm. we've missed episodes now and again, but yep. yeah, that's it. I like it. Well, you guys are a real fucking joy, let me tell you. And this episode was a lot of fun. Um, and uh, yeah, we will be returning uh, in the new year. The new year. Uh, sometime in the new year. But um, I don't really know the exact date at this point. But um, you'll tell me if somebody steps in and you record. And then you can shoot those files over to me and I'll still get them out. Because that's still what I'm going to do for LDI. I like it. I like it. We'll figure it out. And we'll uh, mm. press forward. I'm sure 2022 I'm has sure. nothing. Nothing. But fucking lollipops and rainbows in store for us. Yeah, based on patterns to date, I would say that's probably true. (laughs) (laughs) Well, (laughs) in the spirit uh, of the X-Files podcasts, Mr. Josh, please tell these good people goodbye. Happy New Year, you filthy animals. You've been listening to the X-Files podcast by LSG Media. Visit us on the web at libertystreetgeek.net. That's libertystreetgeek.net. Oh, 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 oh,